man, I'm so ready for this show. Yo, where's John? Yo, is John here? Dude, are you in your fucking PJs? I mean, I've been thinking this for a long time, but it's pretty much garbage that we have to be here before 8. What do you mean, dude? Yeah, why are we here before 8? It's Cause, hard. Because you're a fucking class adult. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard. Jo I'm here? Why, why, why aren't you guys here on time? John, what are you fucking oh. yawning for? Dude, because I just got up, and can you not... Dude, it's it's this is it's just too much. I've been saying it since the beginning. We need to start this show at like ten. Yeah. Eight. Whatever time this is, too much. Y'all need to grow the fuck up. This is best of five. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five. Yes, Donka is in fact wearing his pajamas. He's been working really hard. <laughs> oh yeah. Now we're talking. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get some camera work here. What you it's got? It's not technically a onesie, but it's you know matching top and bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is totally uh, worth it. We'll we'll get to the show mm. after Alon gets a nice shot <laughs> of these PJs. Wow, we're getting like the real live camera zoom. It's only going to take equally <laughs> as long to get those back. I mean, I've seen Alon do it enhance digitally, but I guess he uh, was feeling a little frisky. <laughs> Dude, you're showing them that I have notes? Showing them my car keys and shit? Come on, bro. <laughs> Come well, on, don't go too far to the right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, edition. welcome. Best of five. Weekly FTC uh, fighting game show. We got a big one. This weekend. Are y'all pumped? I know some of you guys are still a little sleepy. You got a little bit of bedhead. But get excited because this weekend is Capcom Cup. What we've been waiting for all year. Nobody's more excited for Street Fighter V than the four of us on this show, and Alon sitting right over there off camera. And Jerry92602. And Jerry92602, who just subbed. As did Die by Sword. Yeah, as did, as Die, did by Die by Sword. Shout out to Die by Sword, who about a month ago gifted about 30 subs. We're gonna talk about that. Capcom Cup. We're gonna go through the yeah, entire break. Mortal Kombat got announced. We got that. There's a lot so of stuff. So we're gonna talk about our picks. And oh, Magneto did you hear Mortal Kombat Magneto 11 got announced? Well, it got announced again. I mean, we already dropped the <laughs> yeah. early trailer, but they dropped the... That was the pre-development. We're also going to talk about Smash Brothers Ultimate. I know you've been playing. Yeah. A little yeah, we, bit. Get, yeah. get some Peach deck. Not that you're going to show it, but I think I saw some. Well, this is mostly about the Capcom Cup, though. And also, John, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this, John? Did you hear about this? Sonic what? Fox won uh, Esports Player of the Year. Oh, I saw that. Oh, so cringy. Ugh, I mean, good for him, but... Mm. <laughs> um, and Steve is going to have a massive recap before we get everything going of one game, Gfinity. Let's go! Let's go. Uh, obviously, the build-up for Capcom Cup means that there weren't a whole lot of tournaments this past weekend, but there was the finals of the Gfinity Elite Series in the UK. Uh, their playoffs took place this weekend. Uh, and the big story was the run of Vitality. Uh, a bit of the underdog coming in. Uh, they beat Hashtag United. Uh, then they knocked off Nordavind, who had never lost in the two seasons that they had been there. Uh, and then they knocked off Excel in the grand final to take home the title to become the fourth different champion of the Elite Series in the games in the tournament's four seasons. So, congratulations to the entire Vitality squad. 
uh, holding it down and taking home the win, especially TKR, who came in clutch in quite a few moments this past weekend. What's going and on? that's the entire recap. Thank you, Steve. That was a great recap. Um, it was succinct and, dare I say, refreshing. I have a question. How come there's little diamonds next to uh, some names here on the uh, chat? Elon. Oh, uh, yeah, we got some VIPs. So, so since, since John what? couldn't handle the responsibility of a sword, I gave him a little diamond saying he's a VIP. John! Can I? <laughs> and, and I would really love my sword back. Can I trade you a diamond for a sword? And Can Die I? by Sword also deserves a VIP because he single-handedly helped this show become what it is today. Now, let me ask you a question. Wouldn't it make more sense to give Die by Sword a sword? Hmm, I don't know. We'll have to talk about that. Okay. No, because he died from it. Uh, we have a lot of shit to get to, guys. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, by the way, we should also thank uh, Magnegro and Pedantic Sim. They both subbed uh, while we were talking. So thank Pedantic you. Sim subbed with a little message. Sorry, I overslept. Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Oh, uh, and before we get onto the the actual show, I just want to announce that we have officially made a best of five Discord. We sure have. So yes. everyone go join oh. this shenanigans. I'm going to drop a link in the chat. Can there they read the stuff that uh, Steve and I were saying? Is it like got a uh, history on there? Probably. Like archive? I'm not okay. sure. Well, we were being silly on the tips chat. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Steve, for example, said just the tip. Yeah, so. <laughs> Disregard those <laughs> old <laughs> legacy comments. and That won't get me in trouble at all. Let's, <laughs> let's start some new. Hey, look, we're getting a bunch of people joining. Yeah, so go ahead and join and make sure your uh, Twitch is uh, synced with your Discord channel because then you get some Twitch sub perks on our discord including some extra chat rooms and some secret stuff that we're gonna talk about later Ooh, how about that thanks a lot putting that You're all together welcome. goodbye praise the sun all right um so for the next 30 minutes or so we're gonna talk about infiltration um he spoke <laughs> and uh we're gonna dissect everything he did actually really? steve what did he say <laughs> steve can you just give us the quick and dirty of it uh he went on his own personal stream uh to talk about Hit the accusations. It was the first time he really opened up since the accusations came forward. Uh, Probably legally of, obligated not to speak uh, or, and, or gag or whatever. And now he's now he's gotten there, permission. And there were a few points where he had to stop and delete the archive because he mentioned something that he shouldn't have. But wow. um, essentially, it it was all in Korean, so we're relying on a lot of translations, but essentially what he said was a lot of the things that were already covered in the release, uh, or in the investigation uh, released by Panda Global. So not a whole lot of new information on that front. And uh, somebody on you know social media was like, hey, y'all going to talk about this? I think we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, this is I like got a... Uh I got some hate mail for talking about it um, over over uh, just a private message like three days ago. Someone's like, I'm going to stop watching everything that you do and, and your podcast and everything unless you clarify for me that something about infiltration situation. So I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm afraid. It, it, it's one of those things where, you know, we're never going to know with 2000 percent certainty what happened unless, you know, except for the people who were directly involved. Everything else is, to some degree, speculation. So I'll tell you what's not speculation. They grayed this bitch out on the <laughs> new rankings. They didn't <laughs> that, remove him? That, well, they left him. They that left him on there. When they happened uh, when they announced the results of the investigation. So that's been there for a while. Fair enough. 
what were the uh, what was the reaction to the stream like? Was there a, were there a lot of viewers and did you see the chat at all and like what people were saying and just the general mood of, or attitude of people toward him at this moment? I don't think that there's going to be a whole lot that changes. You know, the people who think he he was justly punished are going to still think he was justly punished. The people sure. who got railroaded are still going to think he got railroaded. Uh, I, I think we've reached a point where not a whole lot is going to change unless one of the party, one of the parties comes out where twirling an evil mustache saying, yes, I lied the entire time. We're, we've learned what we've got, what we're going to learn from all of this. Yeah. I'm done with more, more, more than we needed. Um, all right. The dude's off. For a year. Moving on. Got plenty that I should talk about. <coughs> Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's the real 30 minute topic we're going to stay on. Was that a code or something? Am I supposed to know? Was that a signal? The, the no. no, no, okay. I was just clearing my throat. Um, Smash Bros. Ultimate dropped. Shit is a lot of fun. I've cool. been playing the hell out of it. It's cool. I, mean, I, like, I like it a lot. I mean, I'm, I, it's, it's definitely like, you know. A sequel to Smash 4 kind of in a lot of ways you know it doesn't feel totally new but it's definitely different it's got all the old characters it feels like an ode to Smash everybody's here man um, people yeah, seem to be having fun with it doesn't really seem it's got, controversial it's cool how do you have fun with something that has 5.9 frames of input lag though it does have it does have much more input lag and the Smash players don't Ooh. they haven't gotten to the age where they understand what that means yet but I mean <laughs> they'll complain uh -oh. about it soon so so yeah, yeah, I haven't seen anyone say anything negative about it. I've just seen that it's there because like it was it was the worst day in the Street Fighter player's life ever when uh, when they found out that there was input lag in Street Fighter Five. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it's resonating in the same kind of frequency with the Smash community. Yeah. Uh, but have you guys have any of you guys played it? I, I, I really like Switch. it, but I love Smash. You, John, you said no. Mm -hmm. Why not? I, I will. I, I mean, like I played like probably most people watching this and in the gaming world played some Smash if they're, you know, as a kid. It was just the game that you would go down the street and play. So I played that much. But like it's such a daunting thing to me. It's so different than the Very fighting different. games I'm used to. And now and now I'm all about like the competition and such. And so if like if I dive into it, I'm going to want to be really good at it or try to be really good and there's just so much to learn i feel like i'm so far behind with that franchise i'm like i'll, I'll look at it it looks beautiful um i'm excited for the announcements but i'm not gonna play it see i bought uh smash wii u or or, or brawl i should say thinking no no it was wii u I was thinking, man, this is the Smash I'm going to get into. I'm going to actually pick it up and play it so I know what I'm talking about. I returned it without opening it because I sat on it for like a month and I realized I'm never going to actually get around to playing this. I played my copy six times. Yeah. So. Well, I unlocked every character. I'm like halfway through World of Light. I've really been enjoying it. What's going to suck is when I want to play with somebody and my only option is to go online because from what I hear... It is the most hot garbage online uh, offering in recent memory. Uh, Smash Online is terrible. And this, I would say input lag-wise, probably similar to the last one, which is bad. And then the menuing is worse. Like, you can't search. You can create lobbies where you can play 1v1s, but, like, if you want to play a random matchmaking, you can't really determine what the rule set is. You can make a preference, but it'll, it'll sometimes pick something else. Even if you get into, like, the Elite Smash where it's supposed to be the elite, you can still get a free-for-all with items. So, like, you know, 
it's, it's like going weird. on your search parameters and and having it be like best two out of three and 99 second rounds but you still run into the dudes yeah. trying to boost with 30 second one round games with, the, uh, with that chun Li. oh my god i ran into that one there's one guy it's literally in that street fighter four <laughs> every round was like a 30 second one round chun Li match he he would hit and then run away for like twenty seconds. It was ridiculous. So and now he's Daigo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but uh, I mean, I think the game's cool. The mechanics are fun. I like it more than Smash Four in that sense. But um, who's your favorite newcomer? Oh, well, it's like unfair because I play Peach. So I just want to say Daisy. <laughs> oh, um, come on, that doesn't but count. Uh, favorite as far as the way they, Did I think King that little, K, uh, I like King K Rule. I think they, he's really fun. What about that girl dog? Isabel, I like her too. What about uh, the Belmonts? I hear they're terrible. I hear they have so much recovery. What? I've heard both. I have no idea. It's too early. But I, I have heard that the Street Fighter characters do not fit into the game in the sense that, like, if they miss a DP or a Tatsu or something like that, their recovery is Street Fighter. And then Smash, it's re- like they're really attorney. weird characters. They're like, no one even knows if they're good because they're so different. Oh, and they're messed up with the facing mechanic. Like you can't do jump back A or something like that very effectively. It's something weird, but it like completely breaks the game for them and, and not in their favor. Except Ken, I and mean, honestly, Ken looks beautiful in the game. It's crazy. Oh, he he does. looks so much better than he's ever looked before that it's wild. Like they should just take that awesome. model and put it in Street Fighter. He does look great. The the one thing I wish that was in the game uh, was tournament mode, because everything I've I've seen on social media on twitter is just about how the hell am i going to unlock all of these setups yeah. for tournament so i i really wish more games would include something like that you know to satisfy our portion of the world it yeah it's definitely a two-hour like process like like situation for every every like what they did in smash 4 it doesn't have that there's a way to to like rapidly uh unlock the characters guys just gotta grind it out for yeah. about one hour on every single console. More than an hour for sure. And um, I mean, the issue is going to be for people like these companies, but they'll find a way. I don't know. Like, you know, gaming generations who has to have like 300 switches have all the characters. It's going to be a pain, but I'm sure they've already figured something out. All right. Gaming news. Y'all ready? Samurai Showdown is coming to PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox, Switch, and it's aiming for a mature 18-plus rating. No Nobody saw that care. one coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> no one's going to care. No. I'm sorry. Hey, guys, King of Fighters 15 coming in 2020. Uh, yeah, will you, you might, care you for a month? Like uh, okay, people will care, but not a lot. How long has I'm it sorry. been since King of Fighters updated? King of that Fighters 14 came out down in a gutter early 2017, I want to say. Probably early 2017 or late 2016. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what the reception is for KOF 15, because when KOF 14 came out, you know, obviously the whole thing with the graphics uh, turned a lot of people off. But there was a little bit of pushback. You saw like, oh, it's a small team. They're they're transitioning. You know, they're doing the best they can. So so they got a little bit of. Uh, little bit of slack cut for them now with a game under their belt are they still going to have that slack cut for them if 15 isn't great out the box i think it has to look a lot better than ford and i loved 14 as a game it's honestly one of my favorite fighting games in a long long time but yeah i mean i agree with you i don't think they're gonna get that slack if they if they release one so soon afterwards 
All right. Uh, sure anything not. else with King Fighters 15? Not really. Dead or Alive 6 confirmed. Brad Wong and you guys, I know you were waiting on this one, John. Elliot is coming to the game. From, <laughs> from ET? What? <laughs> yeah. He's going to cool. get asked to phone home, I guess, or some shit. That would be cool. <laughs> Elliot from ET? Yeah. Just that kid? He's got He's like, He throws like peanut butter M&Ms or what? You wouldn't play as Elliot and E.T. combined with the bike? Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't really like racist pieces, though. We have a, we have something to get to, guys. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, these news, these gaming news. Did you hear that Dragon Ball Fighters, the tour finals will take place at Red Bull Final Summoning January 26 27 in Los Angeles? Sick. Here's the thing about this DBFZ tour is I feel like they haven't hyped it up to the point where, like, only the the finals people will watch and I think they'll care about, but like the lead up hasn't been that exciting. Dragon it Ball just feels very piggybacked. Hot. Yeah, they came in hot, but I think they came in too high. They're like a Slipknot song. They just start at like like at eleven and they just stay there. And you're like, that was great for ten minutes, but now you've got nowhere to go, which is why you're you know you got to change the formula. Is Dragon Ball Fighters as dead as Marvel? What? No, it's no, not. No, no, no. no. It's that not is ridiculous. All. It's not dead. It's just. It's. I agree with John. It doesn't feel like. It feels like it's it's jumped back into its own community rather than yeah, being. Yeah, it blew all of its hype load way early on, and it like you can only hold that sell screen for so long, you know. And it, and and once the once everything starts back up again and the tournament circuits there, then it'll be fine. Like people will come back and whatever. But right now, it's just like it, it did this spike up, went good for a while, and then just dropped. This is a weird time for fighting games, though. I don't know. It's like we're we're in Capcom season right now for sure. For First of all, can we talk about busting out a Slipknot reference in 2018, please? <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, for Dragon Ball Fighters, the fighting game scene, you know, the tournament scene, isn't nearly as important to the health of that game as it is for, like, a Street Fighter or a Tekken because so many of that game's fans are fans of Dragon Ball first. So you have this massive crew, this massive pool of people who may not even care about the tournament scene. They have this this great game where they can play as their favorite characters and and sell like Blockbuster. Right, because so, with a super popular IP that like everyone's loving right now, and the Marvel, Un I mean, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Dragon Ball Z, it's great. That was a, that was a dig at Marvel Infinite. That that yeah, I got it, I got it. But it it just to say, oh, it's not doing well because it's not you know tournament scene. We're like fifth, sixth priority in terms of that particular game. All right, moving on, and just in time, excellent timing on this pickup. UYU has uh, picked up a Tekken player cooldowns. It's a bet for Ooh, the long Oops. run. Or you son of a bitch, you roll kudans in the. <laughs> Either way, the fucking Tekken World Tour from Kudan. We're canceled that's, again. That's... <laughs> we have to go to best of seven now. Is that it? Like, so. yeah, <laughs> um, oh man! But uh, the timing on this, I'm just confused. Tekken World Tour has come and gone. Well. um... Uh, Fursan uh, announced that uh, neither of its players were coming back. It was just for the year. So Lohai, the Evo champion, and Rangchu, the Tekken World Tour champion, they were both free agents. Uh, obviously, Lohai got picked up by UYU, that super team that includes Kudans and quite a few other 
good, very strong players. So that team continues to grow in the Tekken scene uh, heading into 2019. Now this Furson dude, because like from what I understand, Furson is like a guy who basically sponsored these people because he wanted to, and for him to just. For him to just have picked the Evo and and Tekken World Tour champions is kind of insane. Like, that's really crazy. Like, we have, you know, Echo Fox and Uyu and then, you know, like, Plan the Global and all these teams that have gotten pretty big cherry-picking top players, and he just took two guys playing weird characters and, and won both tournaments this year. So shout-outs to that guy. Speaking of the Tekken World Tour, Steve, uh, there seems to be some issues, some discrepancy, not discrepancy, um, some distaste for the prize pools and the resulting uh, uh, maybe leaves of absence. How about you just yeah. take it from there? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's kind of bubbled up after this past, after the conclusion of the Tekken World Tour finals. Uh if you look at the prize pools uh, from last year to this year, you can see that even though a lot of interest in the tour, uh, and I, in my opinion, the success of the tour has increased, but uh, the prize pools took a significant hit of going into this year. Uh, those sort of finances have led to, or at least are believed to lead to quite a few players saying that, they were either uh, not going to participate in next year's tour, not going to travel for next year's tour, or considering some sort of extended break. Uh, Kudans, Book, Kakoma, uh, JDCR, and Saint have all come out and said that they're not sure if they're going to be able to compete uh, at the level that they were last year, simply because and, and they not all of them have said outright financial reasons but that's believed to be the cause of that and that's like 15 or that's a quarter of your tech and world tour finalists so it's a very very big deal i think the other reason that i heard floating around was that they had to get up too early in the morning <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're not going to pay us more than fifty thousand dollars and uh and i have to wake up at 7 a.m that's a big nope. stipend the 7 a.m stipend yeah it's been, uh, it's been valued at millions all right, hilarious guys. Let's just talk about what you guys keep alluding to. Homeboys and his PJs. Um, Legitimately not related, but... <laughs> yeah, he just happened to come in his pajamas. Because, you know, he's it, feeling it. It just sucks. You know, and I, I'm sorry for taking you down this road, but... It sucks because these tours, I've said this a few times, are great advertising vehicles for the, uh, for the game itself. You know, you have the best players in the world on stream pretty much every week saying showing the world see how great this game can be see how exciting this game can be so putting money into uh these tours is important you know you don't necessarily have to have one million dollars a year to have a tour to be successful you know I, I, like i said the tech and world tour this year i feel was incredibly successful even with with the reduced prize pools but Without that, you know, without that motivation to continue, you're going to lose some of your biggest influencers, for lack of a better term. So I, I really do feel like not just one tour, but extended tour, uh, multiple seasons need to be budgeted into these developers' budgets 
to, to you know, <clears throat> e- e- even if we're talking optics, I don't think many people would be disappointed if last year's tour was like $150,000 in pricing and then this year's tour was one hundred and fifty in pricing. If you give people a way to help in this endeavor, they'll do it. I, <laughs> you, you, I know you guys would be real surprised. I don't play a lot of Street Fighter Five, but I bought that DLC because I knew that it was going to go towards the prize pool. I thought it was great. Give me an, a way to help. I want to feel uh, invested in this. Um, Tekken didn't do anything like that, but if they did, I bet you it'd help. It's really weird, man. I mean, you look at the big esports, and most of them are games that have been around literally forever. You know, Counter Strike. I mean, technically it's CS:GO, but it's it's you know an update of the old Counter Strike. You got Melee. You've got Street League. You've got Dota. Dota. Don't forget about Dota. And Dota Two is really just you know Dota One modernized, and it's been out for a while at this point. These games are on consoles. And the company doesn't want to ration three tours ahead if they don't know that they're not going to be making Tekken 8 in the meantime. You know, it's just difficult. These people need to get and make a singular game that they update for a long time. And they need to make it a free-to-play game on the PC. And it's become more evident. I don't know. I just don't think this model works. It just doesn't. Like, we need a new model if you're going to have Pro Tours work. You, ha- you have to. Console game esports sucks. <laughs> it's always sucked. Put that, embroider that on a pillow. Halo died. <laughs> what is the console game eSport now? The only, the, the closest one is like, I don't, I don't know, Melee? And you would think Nintendo could really... And everyone just plays that on emulator anyway. All right, so, um, but you guys have been making jokes about it. Uh, there seems to be some dissatisfaction with the schedule for Capcom Cup and the time at which competitors would have to wake up to check in. John, you're being insensitive. I can hear you laughing already. Because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Go on. I mean, I don't even. I only read one. Are we not using names? Nah, let him rip. You kidding me? There's a whole. Well, apparently, it's more. It started with like Justin Long saying this was a bit early, which I thought was interesting coming from Justin because I always see him as so professional. But uh, Chris T, who in my book will always be like 21 years old, no matter how old he actually gets. Uh, made this like a huge thing on Twitter that this is just too early. They're asking the players to wake up too early because they have to check in at 8 and then play by 10 or something along those lines. And it needs to be two hours later, check in at 10 and play at 12. And it's like, no, what? Are you kidding me? Capcom's like flying you out and and, and, and like, yeah, you, these guys earned it to get there. Great. Um, but what kind of argument is I don't like getting up that early? It's not It's not like it's 5 a.m. Are you kidding me? This whole thing is just like immaturity. I think I, there's like there's a way, and they could have presented these arguments to Capcom, and I don't think that happened. I, I really legitimately don't. The way this has come out, instead, it became a thing where they just publicly berated everyone involved for their scheduling on Twitter, and it was just a really bad way of handling it. Um, sure, I agree. The Capcom Cup waking up at eight isn't the same as waking up at eight for a job all the time. You know, it's your one chance a year to do this, but. I mean, if you want to be taken seriously as a sport, other sports, other competitions, there are Olympic games that start at 8 a.m. where these people are up at you know 4 a.m. or didn't sleep the night before. There are, in pro sports, when they have a 12, uh, 12 p.m. kickoff, I guarantee you they're up way before 8. This kind of shit Yo, is, my, is regular, you know? Bro. Like, this is, this is par for the course, <clears throat> and if, if this is ruining your entire Capcom Cup 
playing ability, you have to look at yourself, I think. I don't know. They gave him the option select. Now that it wouldn't, if they go 0 and 2, they just, well, I, I didn't get to sleep my full step. It's just silly. Hours. Now, the, one, the, the only legitimate uh, complaint I've heard about this is the foreign players, right? It's going to be like, damn, like we have jet lag. We could use the extra hours of sleep to get regulated or whatever. Aren't they already there? Like, I think. So, the, and that, that's the counter argument. It's like, hey, show up a couple of days early if you can. Um, but uh, ultimately, this all, uh, Chris Seglia, who is the producer of the event, uh, came out and was like, or the director of the event, he's like, listen, it was my call and this is why. And he has a very detailed response. I'm going to put that in the chat. I just don't understand how you're a fucking player and you decide that like a week before that this has happened, when the schedule is already definitely set in stone, you're going to decide to complain about this on Twitter instead of bothering to bring it to the proper party. Well, see, it's ridiculous, it's embarrassing, 12, it's dumb. Yeah, if it is embarrassing. 12, that would cut right into nap time. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. In it, all seriousness, though. I, 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 mean, I got upset I, reading it, and I usually don't care. I was like, come on, Justin. I completely understand, <laughs> you know, it, it is easier for players to reach that high, uh, the, the highest level that they can at, you know, noon than it is at 10 a.m. And yes, I do feel that it, it does feel a little silly to have them come in at 8, uh, check in at 8, for a tournament that starts at 10. I'm sure there's reasons for that. But when we're talking, when we're comparing it to uh, an audience <laughs> that for me, for example, I'm going to have to get up next week at like 430 in the morning uh, on Tuesday to go to my job and then come back and then uh, knock this show out. So, and I'm not the only person who, who has to wake up early and is expected to do what's what I'm supposed to do. That's two so, thirty in the morning on the West Coast where Chris T lives. That's it, it it it's gonna be hard for people to get sympathy in this type of situation. I understand why they're saying it, but it's just I don't think this is gonna be the hill to die on. What legit I mean I don't know why they even have to come out and give them a legit reason. This is the schedule. Like what what kind <laughs> no. of legit reason do you need? This was the schedule they made. They started it well, at 10 so they could be done. You guys are acting like melee players right now. Like Capcom's Cup is going late like every time, right? Like, I don't know. It makes fucking sense. God. And that, that's the other issue, you know, if Capcom Cup does run late, you know, if they started at noon and it ended up going till like 11 p.m. or midnight, people would say, man, they should have started earlier. So. Let's talk about some, uh, some good news with respects to, uh, to Street Fighter. Not just uh, big whiny baby man children that can't make it up on time Dude. on a freaking important day for a massive payday. Uh, check this out. Wait, that's not it. What are you looking uh, at? That was one of them. Oh, you had the picture. My bad. Check this out. Oh, damn. I'm, I wasn't well, this go is why they've got to get up early. They've got to put their CPT patches on their clothes. Uh, they got to make sure to sew those <laughs> I, on. I'm still not convinced that this is real. You it's sent me real. this. You sent me this, but I refuse now, to believe. it's not a big deal. It's optional, right? Like, you just get extra fight money if you if you pimp your character out with the CPT logo or whatever. <laughs> like, you can turn it off, but it's real. Wait, wait, Don't cut away yet. Check this out. Because you son of a gun. Wait, check it, check it, check it, check it. He's got a belt. Look at this. Yeah, he's got a CBD belt. <laughs> he's got a belt Why? on, so it's not just like patches. 
He's got like an actual belt. Now we're on. talking. These are probably placeholders, right? Like they're gonna have other companies, right? No, it's I, just gonna be CPT. Because so. advertising the CPT in Street Fighter doesn't <laughs> seem particularly useful yet. Like I mean, it just especially if you're doing it three days before the season ends. Yeah, like oh shit, you're just gonna change someone's life. <laughs> Hey, would any of you pay for that CPT belt if it was just DLC? If you in 2018 are still just playing Street Fighter, like at the end of 2018, are still playing Street Fighter Five, and you have no interest in the competitive scene, and you just like have ignored it, and you're still just trucking, I'm impressed. Like I'm really like that's crazy to me. I can't imagine there's many people online who don't know what the CPT is. Well, throw up that picture that you had on uh, that one, bro. CPT, heard about it? Well, I'm gonna punch you in the face like, with the CPT. They're gonna put a bunch of other like like Pepsi is gonna be in there, and like wh- whoever wants to pay money to put to be in Street Fighter Five. You know, I will. Like it's like a total, I agree like, with someone in the chat who said this, McFine. I think they're gonna make it free to play too. Oh really? I think it's well, some point. they better have like the calculated only, that out to make a ton of money off of about it. About making it free to play, and the only reason they might not is because it's on console too. And that's like a little trickier of a thing to do, but I think they have to do something. I think they're kind of I, setting I, up for it. I think they're they're at least testing the waters for Street Fighter Six or whatever the next iteration is going to be, because it feels like with this game and not just this uh, decision, which I understand why they're doing it, but it feels like they're trying to get the best of both worlds. They're trying to get all the benefits of free to play, you know. Having people buy the in-game currency, you know, showing ads in-game now, um, the season pass model. They're trying to get all of that while also getting $60 up front. Mm. I don't know how many people yeah. are going to be willing to do that uh, for Street Fighter VI, uh, especially considering how Street Fighter V launched. Yeah, it's a really massive pain in the ass at this point. If you're like, I want to get into Street Fighter big time, and you're like, oh, you got to start off with 80 bucks if you want everything. It's It's gotten to that. If you want people to get drawn into your eSport and try it, it's got to be free. I, mean, I don't, I've said this a million times, but it has <laughs> to be the future. I don't care at all about this. NASCAR does it. Nobody gives a shit. It's not affecting how fast your car goes. Well, maybe in that case, if you have more money, right? But This uh, doesn't bother like, me, This though. doesn't affect the gameplay in any way, shape, it's or fine. form. I'm curious to know what kind of ads we'll see. Obviously, that'll be controlled on some level. Like, you wouldn't expect to see, like, for example, Uporn, which... Uh, Used to sponsor players, and uh, Capcom literally banned them. It was uh, it wasn't Uporn. It was TYP, which yeah. is a completely different. Oh thing. right, yes, Team Yellow Pages. I forgot. Hey, um, subscribed. <laughs> I think he must have hosted us too, or something. So yeah, sh- sh- shout out to Sajam for the host, and shout out to Die by Sword by uh, for giving him a sub. Thank you for um, John. Yeah. Clap. I know it's early, but could clap. You clap? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm excited about it. I think it could bring a lot to the game, potentially. Now, if they're saying that it's going to end, we heard the rumor that it's got two more seasons, and in 2020 it's done, maybe at that point it goes for play. Who knows? Still a lot of money to be made no off idea. of DLC characters. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe we'll have an announcement. I feel like we've got to speed through the rest of these and get to CPT. I'm trying to get... We have seven, eight minutes more before we hit our, our uh, CPT. So okay. we have 45 minutes left uh, in the show at that point. John, what were you going to say? Yeah, I saw you holding up two fingers. Two quick things. I'm excited because this shows that they can do like like customizable bits and pieces on the characters. And I think that they can go the Fortnite route like I've talked about before. Conspicuous consumption. Make a billion dollars. Other thing you guys brought up, porn and fighting games. And uh, I don't remember how I figured it out, but uh, well, it was RedTube on Smash Bros. release day that changed their logo 
to uh, like a Smash Bros. font version. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now sick. let's go on to the other stuff. Um, Steve, did that's you want did, did, did to say this last thing here? Street Fighter V free trial on the 11th. Sponsored Crown Street Fighter yep. launches with uh, it. So that's the, pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, this, this uh, was part of the update uh, that came out today. Uh, it also includes a free trial. Uh, that will last for about a week. So if you haven't played Street Fighter V, I don't know how many people are watching the show and haven't at least tried Street Fighter V, but got a chance to do it free for a week. Uh, the 16 base characters and then uh, three additional ones, Sagat, Akuma, and I believe Guile are uh, free to play. Okay, we have two super fast bits of uh, fighting game culture, pop culture here, references to make, not references, but um, Sonic Fox at the Game Awards... One esports player of the year. It was controversial in that. Yeah, definitely. Applause for that. Tell me you weren't excited, regardless of whether you thought it was cringe. And we in our chat were like, a little cringy. But it was also a great moment for fighting games and a great moment in fighting game history. It was up against some major, major esports in the grand scheme of esports names and teams and other games that have larger followings. Um, and we went up there. He reminded everybody, if they didn't already know, that he was a gay black furry, that everything the Republicans hate. Literally, words came out of his mouth, and that was the controversial part. Get your politics out of my game awards. But the dude had the opportunity to do it, and he went for it. And if nothing else, he's bringing a lot more attention to fighting games and to himself. And I think, on all, it's a net positive. Thoughts? Uh, good for him. He did what he wanted to do. It wasn't very eloquent. I think it could have been stated a lot better. That might have been nerves, um, right? He seemed like he was almost uh, shocked. But, you know, whatever. Steve, as a gay black furry, it, what do you think? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. It, it, it was basic. It was him. You know, it wasn't his persona. He wasn't putting on an air, on airs. You know, the those two minutes you got with him are exactly what you what you get with him. And it was, believe it or not, a pretty good encapsulation of the fighting game community as a whole, because. You know, no matter what he, you know, you can like or not like what how he identifies or who he is, but he's on that stage because he's the best at what he does. He puts his quarter up on the proverbial arcade machine, and nobody can make him take that quarter off because he's that good. So, congratulations to him, John. Well, I'm a Republican, so you know, <laughs> I hate. Uh, so, you already know my reaction. So. <laughs> Um, uh, it, it, it did lead I'm to not a Republican, by the way, sir. It did lead to a bunch of stupid, you know, my game's better. Oh, CS goes better. CS goes better. Fighting games are better. Some, all you have that to was the game. sickest tweet for CSGO. I love that tweet. Just what like, was it? it was basically like, you know, team games are harder, so congrats, but like, I should have won. <laughs> and I was like, swag. Like, yeah, what is that? <laughs> like, he's like simple as putting up like the best season in that game in history. Yeah, it must was be best. Set. So, so there's arguments both ways. You know, he, what Bucks, a sore ass loser is what that. That's all that that tweet said was. We need more Grammy and Emmy responses loser. like that. He, like, he, by he, the he, way, like rap's not hard. Like, you know, like <laughs> movie animated he, movies aren't hard. You don't even have to act. Like, it should have been a real movie. He did come back and and say, you know, he he's got respect for the games. He's got respect for the players. Oh, so. well, that's nice. It, 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 it ain't that big a deal, you know. We we can protect the sanctity of the game awards speaking of raps not hard hit him with that mortal kombat 11 trailer um this was 
I was offended by the music in this. <laughs> twenty one. Really? I thought it was okay, terrible. I don't have a problem with hip hop. Why are you playing it twice? Is, is it because it's so nice? I don't have a problem with hip hop. I don't think that uh, using rap or hip hop was a bad uh, choice. I think it could be hype as hell. I think that, that whoever the hell this rapper is who I've never heard about, and that's telling my age, is an awful rapper, and he was unenthusiastic, and I'm disappointed in the execution. 21's lit, man. Oh my god. How do you want? Like, first yeah. of all, look at this freaking trailer. The trailer is hype as shit. And it was, it dampened my excitement with, oh, this is Mortal Kombat 11. It was just like not well, good. You don't understand the culture and you don't understand the music. You're be, and I, I don't, obviously that's a, that's a very loaded and heavy statement, but you <laughs> need to get your head out of your ass and stop with this, like, I'm going to whine about stuff when I have the most beautiful looking Mortal Kombat in the world, and it's only going to get better from here, and it's like, take the music, get out of here, turn, turn down the volume. Now, now that I have gotten that off my chest, why don't we do a little quick ass, uh, dude, this shit looks awesome. Now with, we're in, in mute. These can't be the in-game graphics, No, of course right? not. Of course not. But, you know, you can glean a lot from it. There's weapons. Uh, I think there's going to be fighting in this one. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe fighting. Um, it looks like, so what I'm, what, what I want to know is what are they hinting at with the fact that they kill Scorpion and then, let me fast forward a little bit, y'all. Can you really kill Scorpion? Like, what does this well, mean? The, 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 what I mean is that, like, yeah. he's dead in the, you know, in the fact that his head explodes. And like, then Scorpion comes out again. Check it out. Pop. <laughs> so then, uh, you're like, oh, cool. Who's coming out? I thought it was gonna be Cyrax. I was wrong. It's Scorpion again. That's fucking sick. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. They all look the same what? to me, so I thought it was just like another one of them. Yo, but also that's a sick looking, that's the Scorpion I like. That looks to me like original Scorpion or something. Yeah, Helen, that's pretty tight. And then how did he not get the spine? That's precision. Right? right yeah, maybe so he does like... Raiden uh, come back too? Is there another mad. Raiden? First of all, Raiden is from Metal Gear Solid. This is Raiden. This is Raiden, yeah. Oh, oh, so oh, oh, but very important. Who's, who, who's this? That's a little intimidating that they tell me I'm next. That's Tilda Swinton. <laughs> oh, right. Cool. I guess she's the guest character. Okay, Tilda. She's got Tilda Swinton references. So we got okay, Tilda, Tilda Swinton. We got Tilda. And then, and Elon was pointing out to me that he's got a scaly arm. His left arm doesn't have armor on it, but it's got scaly and, and, and like little uh, spikes on it. Elon, what are you telling Ooh. me that means? Uh, uh, there were a couple people theorizing that he pro possibly killed Onaga, the Dragon King guy. That's ridiculous. No power. one can kill Onaga. <laughs> okay, and then this that's, is like the presumably a alt skin forum uh, that you'll get as DLC if you pre-order. Well, this this popped up on the Italian GameStop website. Like all the other GameStops, they don't have this. But then there's uh, there's a bunch of information that may or may not have been leaked because the Italian GameStop is apparently super lazy and just Classic. puts all the stuff there. Um, and so that that's where that picture came from. They found it and it was shared on Test Your Might. Um, yeah. Overall, I, I think the one interesting thing that hasn't been mentioned and Steve brought up in the chat was that this does basically mirror the NetherRealm cycle of, you know, another year, another game, rotate between Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Notably, the trailer for this was released a lot later than the trailer for the last few games in this cycle. So, Which could have been just something that Jeff Keighley worked out for the Game Awards. I doubt it has anything to do with development time. It, I'm guessing this game has been in development as long as the other ones were, but just I something hope so, to note. Because, you know, the last fighting game that was, the last major fighting game that was, had such a short time between <laughs> confirm it, confirmed announcement and release was uh, 
was Marvel Infinite, which was basically nine months. Steve, between... I want you to go watch a Marvel Infinite trailer again. And then compare it to this. I, I, and then I, I want you to go have that concern again after watching I, I, a Marvel Infinite trailer. I, I I understand that. And I have faith that NRS is going to deliver a product that is worthy. I'm still concerned. Marvel Infinite's advertising budget concern, was literally eat, like sending concerned. F Champ a free copy of the game and having him claim that Ono told him they were fixing Chun Li's face. And that was about as much advertising as it ever got. I think MK will be fine. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, prior in prior cycles, were people this excited about the next Mortal Kombat game as they were for this one? Like people were busting out Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat Ten. Mortal Kombat X was a big deal. No, what I, I'm saying the is, Mortal like, Kombat releases have so... been a bigger deal than the Injustice releases. Oh yeah, easily, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think it's kind of it gets people excited. All right, guys, the reason for the season, Capcom Cup is this weekend, and we're gonna have our picks. We're going through Hell the yeah. entire bracket, and we want you to play along. We'll do. Ones Who and won twos. last year? Was it Steve? I've won pretty much. I've won oh, every shut up. year. Okay, never mind. Either. I don't I'm even want to talk about it anymore. Efren predicted Knuckle Dude, didn't he, in 2016? And I I'm think not talking yeah. about first round predictions. I'm talking about first All round right. predictions. I, he, I have either won. Okay, well, never mind. I don't want to. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I had Tokido winning, and of course, he lost to uh, the best player that Street Fighter Five has ever seen, which is Menardi. RD. Okay. <clears throat> Are you going to be hitting us up with the? Um, the thing. Oh, also uh, for Smash Ultimate, they uh, announced a uh, that dude from Persona. We're not the ones. Joker. Yeah, that's him. That right dude from Persona. Yeah, that guy. People are excited that, about that's it. That's literally all we get. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need because we've already moved on. Let me. Uh, damn, so this is. Me. I think I have the right one. No, this is uh, this is incorrect because I think it has Piccolo. I'm not sure. Yeah, this, no, this, well, it won't change the seating, so whatever. Okay, let's do it. So um, this is the bracket. It looks beautiful. That's the full bracket. Let's get the top half. I have my cheat sheet here so that I know who uh, I can look at it on my own here. Man, that's real hard to see. Uh, give us a uh, one in the chat if you can't read that for shit. And uh, that's all. Those are your only options because I can't even read it, and it's going to be hard to follow along. I can read it. All right. Do we have another option? Yeah. <laughs> so um, here we go. The first matchup. Tokido versus Angry Bird, Akuma versus Zeku. What we're going to do is uh, put in your pick. One, Tokido, two, Angry Bird, and then we'll give a little bit of discussion I thought we usually each. talk about it first, and then we vote. So what we're going to do is do a little bit of discussion first, <laughs> and then we're going to give a one for Tokido or a two for Angry Bird. What you got? Clearly, uh, Tokido is like one, the one to beat. And Zeku is a low-tier character, so I mean that might that might color your. I mean, there's always the argument that Tokido might not have a ton of matchup experience versus Zeku. Um, he like, he did lose the first year. I remember to DRA first Vega character he didn't have a ton of experience first. That being said, I don't see any reason matchup-wise why Zeku gives Akuma a hard time, and I think that Tokido will take this one pretty cleanly. Steve, it, it's. They played at Red Bull Kumite. Tokido won that 2-0. Um, it looked pretty... It wasn't an absolute beatdown, but it was a pretty solid win. Uh, you know, Tokido did lose uh, early in 2016, uh, first round, but his preparation since then has just been 
ridiculous. He's probably got the most professional approach of any player right now. And I feel I don't think he's going to get upset again early. Die by Source says it's too early for Tokido. The birds got this. That's true. He's got the early, the, birds the early bird. <laughs> All right, John, what you got, pal? Um, um, everything Steve said, pretty much uh, short and sweet. Uh, Angry Bird's a great player, but Tokido's the guy to beat. I can't, I can't bet against Tokido. In this. Tough draw. Okay, so on the count of three, hold up one for Tokido, hold up two for Angry Bird. One, two, three. Check me out, bros. I got Zeku in there. It happened with uh, DRA. It's going to happen here with Angry Bird. Are you marking these, Steve? I am. I'm going to come back and mark them uh, later tonight. Fair enough. All right. We got a lot of. We got. Yeah, we got a lot of ones. We got 15 more. All right. (laughs) That's what you were getting to. Sorry. Big Bird versus Gachi Kun. Big Bird uses Ken and Rashid. Gachi Kun uses Rashid. Is that going to be a mirror? Doubtful. Um. Probably, you think? I think uh, right, Big Bird well, uh, has been it. playing more Rashid than Ken lately. Um, Gachi Kun's been kind of on fire recently, to be honest, and I I see him as the best Rashid player, and I don't see that as a matchup where he's going to have a lot of problems. There's a ton of top Rashid in Japan, and I feel like he's 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 ready for it. Um, I got to give it to Gachi Kun. <clears throat> Steve, uh, I it, it's going to be tight uh they did play at red bull kumite uh during the last chance qualifier gotcha kun took that one in a tight one three two and it was one that could have gone either way um i i i wouldn't be surprised either with either result you know i i i think big bird is someone who i i think is going to be driven for this one but it, it's going to be a tight one john how tight is it going to be? All the things that the other two guys just said, Gajikun's on fire. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Big Bird took it, but I still think that the edge is in Gajikun's favor. Yeah, and Big Bird's never out of it. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I think Gajikun's got the edge. All right, on the count of three, number one for Big Bird, number two for Gajikun, three, two, one. I got Big Bird. Wait. Oh. Two, two is Gajikun. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> moving on. I hope you're playing with along with us in the chat. Uh, 40 millimeter ray gun number eight is not one of the options. Next, we have Oil King versus Momochi. Ooh, interesting. I need to look at Momochi's like path to qualification. It never feels like he's winning tournaments, but like he he snuck in here and he didn't really sneak in here. He got in here. I always forget where his points really come from. Um, okay. Points came from his E League performance. <laughs> Yet again, I have to give the edge to the Rashid player here. Oil King's been pretty hot at the end of the season. Uh, Momochi hasn't performed particularly well at Capcom Cup. I just never... I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm looking too far into this, but I don't feel like that's his... He focuses on this as hard. And I, I think I think Oil King's got this. Steve? He, I mean, Momochi, he got second place at the China event. Okay, that was the big uh, one. Which was right. his biggest chunk. But guess what? He actually lost in that grand final to Oil King. Hmm. So I, I, it, it's going to be... I, I, I think Oil King has been absolutely on fire as of late. Uh, Momochi, he didn't exactly back in, but he's, he's sort of been consistent at at premier events he hasn't exactly been tearing the world on fire but he he could do it i just don't think he's going to do it in this matchup 
John. When Momochi wakes up and becomes Shin Momochi or, or whatever metaphor you want. Was well, that use. after eight or is that, I mean, at what time does that happen? <laughs> right, yeah. um, it's, it's like he can be, he has the potential to be the best street fighter, fill in the number player in the world. But he's been sleeping a lot more than not as of late with a little bit of like, he'll kind of wake up for a tournament here and there. Like at Ely, right? He, like I referenced earlier, he lost pretty bad, but just barely qualified for like the second phase and then murdered everybody to get out of the bracket. Um, but like, we don't see him often do that. He's losing more than he's winning. And so I have to give the edge to Oil King, especially if you've got Rashid there. It's like, yeah, okay. I just I feel like Momochi's always like picking weird counterpick characters and making it look cool, but then losing. And I feel like it's he's become a guy who plays for the love rather than to win. I don't know. We'll Sometimes the love can get you there, pal. All right, one for Oil King, two for Momochi, three, two, one. Damn, no Momochi love. He gets dropped from Echo Fox, and we all hate him. Sad <laughs> That's not why. Life right now. I still That's remember that, his green I can from that. four, and I still remember his Cody. I like it all. I hate that, that mentality. You know, if if I pick some, if I pick against your favorite player, it's not because I don't like that player. We it's because it the other player is ridiculous. There are going to be so many matchups that are. You know, either fifty-fifty or, or feature two incredible players, and you have to pick one. So, I got respect for every single player in this field, um, except Momochi. God, God. All right, next one: Knuckle Do Dang versus Itabashi Zangief. This matchup sucks, man. This like, is Gal versus I Abigail. I know everyone's gonna. You know, make fun of me for Abigail, but I think in season 3.5 or whatever, this is real tough for Abigail. And I do think Itazan's always been very good at the versus Kyle matchup, but I don't see him beating Dew here. I think this is going to be clean. There's no tech? I think this is going to be clean for Dew. Steve? You know, I, I, I think Itazan has... He, he's going to have a tough time. I do think he pulls it out, though. I really, really do. I, I think he's played pretty well as of late. Um, but I, I, it's such an uphill battle. You know, I, it'll, it'll get close. He'll make that matchup look a lot less difficult than it actually is. John? I got to go just with the obvious do. The matchup, the player, Itabashi's great. He made top eight last year. He's always around. Um, and Abigail can win, but hot damn, you got Knuckledoo's Guile. And it's that early in the morning. I just jet <laughs> I can't do it. Do. All right. One for Do, two for Itazan, three, two, one. Get out of here, Steve. All right. I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it. All right. For this next four matches, we're starting with John. John, get your ass ready. Are you okay. up yet? Fudo. Yeah. Versus Chris T. Christ. <laughs> genius. All right. Fudo is Mika. Chris, you just can. John, what you got, pal? Well, Chris has also been fooling around with Akuma, and I don't know if that will be... I don't think his Akuma is as good, although Akuma is obviously a much better character, but... Um, oh, man. How do you bet against Fudo? Right? Like, And also, uh, obviously, the, uh, the jokes about you know it being too early in the morning are going to roll in here, but... Apparently, and I didn't look into it, but Chris, Chris retweeted Fudo or, or, or took a screenshot of Fudo 
um, responding to that idea, apparently agreeing with him. So, so have you ever also... seen a Chris T question when he's asking something, trying to get his way? I mean, they are the most front-loaded, directed <laughs> questions you've ever seen. It's like Fudo, like it's way too early, right? And they just say yes to whatever he says at this point. So, I mean, Fudo, yeah, bro. I'm not sure if I take that one into account. But yeah, you're right. But Fudo's gonna be jelly. Everything into account. Um, I. Yeah, again, Chris has Chris has I wouldn't even say surprised us at this point. He's shown that he's capable of beating people. He took out Bong Chan uh recently at a at was SCR and such and, and Momochi. So he could definitely do it. But again, I'm not betting against Fudo. So I'm gonna go with him. <laughs> Phantom X Death says, Fudo, do you like sleep? See he agrees with me. <laughs> uh, Steve, <laughs> what you got, pal? Y'all do y'all doing him wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris T is a ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Player. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm, he's definitely ridiculous. But you know, <laughs> Fudo. Wh what do we say about Fudo? He always finishes second. Mm -hmm. This is not grand final, so I don't think he's gonna lose here just yet. <laughs> so Ken is. I I actually think as far as like upset potential goes, this is high on my radar. You know, Ken makes Mika scared to do a lot of her mix-ups because he has a Shoryuken. He gets Oki off his Shoryuken so he can turn the, the tide really quickly. Um, oh, man. This is, like, my pick for upset, but at the same time, I'm still going to go with Fudo. Well, we haven't decided yet, That's but thanks true. for the heads up. All right. One for Fudo, two for Christ, Chris T. Three, two, one. <laughs> you were going to give us the middle finger, John, it looked like. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> John, still starting with you. Shahai versus CJ Truth. Cami Cami potential. <sighs> a hard one to call. This is a, this oh is, this is a fun God. one. Go for it, pal. This is a good one. Two Camis starting it off. Like, first of all, how do you vote against Cami? I don't know. Traditionally speaking, this is an easy pick, and you go straight over to Shahai. But with what we saw CJ Truth do just like not even a month ago... Uh, it was he was the way he was playing was so precise and so reactive uh, the, and and then you pile on all of Cammy's tools and I have a hard time given that that's like my snapshot of CJ truth putting the the edge uh, over him versus anybody so I mean Shahai's tried and true proven when he shows up he really shows up and his Cammy can take him all the way to like grand finals of major tournaments like like CEO um, so, so here, I usually just go with the safest bet, which I still think would be Xiaohai because he's been doing it for longer and more consistent. But I'm going to go with CJ Truth just because I think, one, that would be a great story. And two, it's like, that's possible. And, and I want to get out in front of this one before he breaks off actually out into everything. I'm going to say CJ Truth's going to do it. Okay. Steve. If it wasn't a mirror, I could see that happening. But I just don't see him. I just don't see CJ out camming. Mr. Cammy, I just don't see it. This is going to be interesting because, I mean, there's no way CJ has done anything close to this, right? I mean, he doesn't have, like, an Evo top eight under his belt. He's never been to Capcom Cup. This is – it was a Cinderella story for him to win that LCQ. And for him to be able to come out here and then take another set of big matches and big names, that'll be really hard. That being said – I don't think it was a fluke that he won that LCQ. I think he showed absolute mastery of the character, and I think he just leveled up to the point at the end of the season where it was finally his time. 
So I think he has the skill to do it, but I'm not sure he's got the experience. One for Shanghai, two for CJ Truth, three, two, one. Wow, you didn't go CJ when You always go for the American. I wanted to go for CJ, I know, man. I, I didn't uh, go with my gut. Uh, okay, moving on. Sako using that Manat with, oh versus Nemo using Yurian. Oh, dear God. John? Yeah. I think this is easy. I think Sako's going to fuck Nemo up. <laughs> All right, why don't we go ahead and start with Mike on this one? <laughs> well, I just Everyone seems like it was hard. I, I don't know. Nemo hasn't looked that amazing to me. Um, he's been, you know, having like minor character crises. Uh, I think Manat beats that character, whichever one he picks. I, 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 I think Sokka's going to beat him pretty bad. Okay. Steve? I want Nemo to win so bad. I want to see a Nemo Edison Grand Final. I really do. <laughs> Just for the handshake? It's not enough. Just for the handshake. I want to see top-level handshakes on the world-class stage. Uh, I... I I think Mike's right. I, I think Sako's got this. Is it three yeah. out of five no. the whole way? Yes. Yes, okay. Which was part of the reason why they needed to start so early. And also part of the reason why it's being run on two streams going from 32 to 16. Okay. John? Um, Nemo has shown that he's really good, but he hasn't had the best year. Um, and the, like, the difference between this year and last year is he only showed up for like Capcom Cup last chance qualifier and was like, oh, by the way, I'm Nemo, I'm here. Uh, yes, I'll take, uh, I'll take the spot next to Punk, please. And then took him out, right? And that was amazing. But this year has not been that Nemo. And this year has been a much better Sako. Like, he's, he's, like, he's in Minot's mind at this point. Like, he understands the character. And she's so weird and technical. And with that B-Trigger 1, and it's Sako, what a combination. As good as Nemo is, he is not going to beat Sako right now. I also don't think G is good. And I know that's a weird opinion. I know everyone thinks he's really good, but I don't think that's going to Are you help. saying that because Ultra Dave is in our chat saying I that G is Manette's worst matchup? I don't think we've seen it. I think we've seen a couple like gimmick G wins, but I really don't. I'm not, I'm not impressed by a character. I don't even know that he'll use G. Does he I don't think G he'll use G either. Maybe in a match. We'll see. All right. Uh, Sako 1, Nemo 2, 3, 2, 1. Going with my heart. You choking on deuces? One, not my brain. Dang. Good thing you're not putting money on it. Um, all right, our next matchup, and we will be halfway through this bracket, is Haitani versus Bone Bong Chans. Uh, will he use Charlie or Sagat? Is my question. He said a lot that he was going to play Sagat. There was like a meme where people kept asking him on some Japanese stream who he's going to use, and he said Sagat. But he's done that in the past and played other characters anyway. So, yeah. John, hit us with it. Last thought, yeah, he said that he was going to play Sagat at Red Bull Kumite as well, and he didn't at all. Um, but. I think that Bonchan has still had a stronger season. Uh, Haitani deserted Nikali, went over to Akuma, who's the best character and, well, one of the best. And Haitani has shown that like, he's an amazing player through and through, but it has not clicked with him like it did with, I think, Nikali and like it did with Makoto back in uh, Street Fighter Four. And with where Bonchan is at, how, how good he's doing, I wouldn't say he's on fire, but he's, he's, he's hot. And, uh, and Haitani really hasn't been. So I'm going to give it to Bonchan. Steve? See, the, la the last time the – or I don't know if it's the last time these two played, but uh, when they played at DreamHack Montreal, he, uh, Bonchan went with Karen. Karen that kick. Get him, get it out. Press F. 
I'm dead. Sorry. Um, I I just don't see him busting out Sagat quite yet. I would I, love I, to I, see Sagat. Oh man, I'd get so hyped. So would everybody, and then he would lose. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but what if he won? Sagat's right there. It's right there, and Bonchan's the best. Mm. Are we into you yet, Mike? This one's racking my brain a little bit. Um, Bonchan's Karn is really good, and I have a renewed faith in Cat character. Whereas I thought she kind of sucked at the beginning of season three. Like I feel like I've been proven wrong, and I think she does fine versus Sakuma. So I think if he sticks with it, I think he'll win. I don't think he should play Sagat. Sagat's bad. All right, that's almost good. One for Haitani. Two for Bonchan. Three, two, one. All right, moving on to the second half of this bracket. We have Fujimura versus Picaro, Ibuki versus Bison. Mike? God, he's going to get fucking whopped, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is the worst person in the world to have to try to prepare for and be like, oh, yeah. I think Tokido is much more easily randomly beatable than Fujimura, who I think is just invincible to someone who isn't completely prepared to play him. And, and further, someone who hasn't played him many times. Um, I saw Problem X Bisons try to fight Fujimura, and it was despair. It was awful. Like, he got murdered, and he, he tried to stick with Abigail, even though he was getting murdered with Abigail. I, I, this is bad. This is bad. 3-0. Bad. <laughs> Real bad. Steve. He frustrated Problem X. He frustrated the hell out of Problem X at Red Bull Kumite. I, with all due respect to Picaro, I don't know if his bison is going to be on the level of Problem X's. So it's just a terrible, terrible matchup for him. John? You know, uh, there are some up-and-coming uh, Latin American players two years ago, right, that... Uh, well, at least one, right, that took out, was it Infiltration? Or took out Tokido first round, yep. right? I mean, it's right. happened. And we didn't expect the Latin American player to take the whole damn thing last time. And now, like, we've seen that this scene is ridiculous. They crank out some of the most surprising, um, strong players. And it's like, are you going to fool me three, three, four, five times in a row? It's like, no, man, uh... I really think that uh, there's a lot of potential behind. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Fujimura is gonna still win. <laughs> there, there's truth to what Got you're us. saying, though. I, I I think we we collectively underrate the Latin American. Yeah, scene. for sure. I I think that there will be some Latin American damage done in this tournament. I just don't think it's coming from this matchup. I'm sad that it, oh, that crossover couldn't come. Yeah, it would have been nice if crossover could have made it, but. Um, but uh, serious, quick answer. Um, like I haven't seen this guy play at all yet. Uh, there's potential. He's proven himself enough to get to this point. But obviously, you have Fujimura. It's like, how would you ever bet this? It's like you you can't go against that. Sure, maybe, but he's got to prove that first. And he's we haven't a, seen almost anything from him. So he's a really good player, Picaro. I watched a little bit of him going into this, and I think he has potential to win beat people in this tournament. I just literally think this is the one person he can never beat. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. One for Fujimura, two for Picaro, three, two, one. I thought you were going to go with Picaro, Efren. Why? I feel like you just do that, like in these obvious <laughs> underdog situations. Yeah, you just do that, man. <laughs> um, all right. 
Sorry, I'm being less exciting about that shit. Although it's paid off in the past. Next up yeah. is Kaba, speaking of Latin American players, versus Razor Zen. Kyle versus Ibuki. Mike? Am I going first again? Okay. Um, I think Kaba's got it. Um, it's an interesting matchup. I think it's pretty even. Uh, I think Ibuki used to beat Kyle, but I think the way she's changed, it's not as bad anymore. Um... This is all kind of on Shan. Um, Kaba comes out and he's pretty consistent. And he plays like the most basic, standard, maybe the best guile of the purest, regular guile form. And Shan comes out and sometimes he's combo breaker Shan getting top three. And sometimes he's lose at the end of like right after getting pulls Shan. And so I think it's really on, you know, whether 8 a.m. is too early for him or not. So uh, I'm going to take the safe bet and say Kaba. All right, Steve. I don't know if that's necessarily the safe bet. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a major, major match uh, because I think Kaba can do a hell of a lot of damage if he gets past Yen. That is not an easy task, but if he can do this, I think he can make a deep, deep run in the winner's side. That's how Mana did it last year, actually, I remember now. Yeah, he beat, uh, it was a 3-2 match versus Shan in like the first or second round. And then he just started sprinting through the rest of the competition. So maybe Shan will be gatekeeper once again. Juanelo? Um, I, I, Kaba has shown he's been an up-and-coming player. He's gotten to a very high place. and uh, But... One, Shen shouted out my podcast, so uh, I, <laughs> uh, I also, um, Kaba's almost proved it. Like, I, when our last match, I said, you know, Piccolo has to prove himself. Kaba's almost there, but, but Shen's, you know, this guy's, this guy's taken Evo before, different game. Um, and, and like Donka said, like, he showed up, like, the final round a year or two ago and just murdered everyone with new Ibuki tech that anyone had seen before and got people playing the character. He hasn't been as strong since, but... I can't, I can't bet against them. So um, I'm going to go with Shen with, like, yeah, I won't be surprised if Kaba does take it, though. One for Kaba, two for Shen, three, two, one. Kaba all the way. I got Kaba to win it, by the way. All right. Okay. I don't think We've it's outside like of possibility minutes. at all. We're doing pretty good, then. Uh, all right, next. And we got to speed up here if we're going to finish within 15 minutes and not step on Ultra Chen. We have NL versus Storm Kubo. Have these two played? Uh, way back at Stunfest, NL one two to one. Okay. Yeah, this is a weird one. Um, oh man, this is a matchup where if they were playing in a regular tournament, I would say NL would win for sure. But I do think this matchup is very volatile and difficult for the Cami player to play perfectly. And I think Storm Kubo is like unaffected by any sort of tournament nerves. Or if he is affected, it just makes him go crazier. And that's exactly yeah. what he needs to do here. And so, man, this one's tough. Um, NL's way better, though. I gotta go with NL. All right, Steve. I, I, I think Storm Kubo has been uh, playing very well as of late. I think that will continue into this weekend. John? Yeah, I... Like Steve said, Storm has leveled up recently, and it's Abigail, and I want to vote against Cabby, and I couldn't do that in the last Cammy matchup because it was a mirror, but now I can, so I'm going to definitely go with, uh, we'll, we'll find out in a second. All right. One for NL, two for Storm Kubo, three, two, one. What's up? 
Abigail sucks. <laughs> yeah, I bet you think that. I do. All right, now we Punch got a nice one here. Y'all ready for this one? Daigo versus. Punk. I can't believe this is first round. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, this one's gonna be tasty. Punk has had like a, sh a rise to form as of late, almost like his original rise to form. He's been looking insane lately. Um, absolutely back. But that's Daigo. Daigo but this is using Daigo dial. with time to prepare. This is Daigo with time to prepare, and that's scary. And I think Daigo's been uh, like looming in the shadows, waiting for this Capcom Cup to kind of do his thing. Oh, this is hard. Um, I mean, who's he gonna pick, right? Like, is it gonna be Karen? I, I think Karen's changes give her some trouble with Guile. He's been playing both Karen and Cammy, right? So. And who does Daigo have? Just Guile? Just Guile. It's a toughie. I think. I, mm, what would you going. do if Daigo picked Ryu in the middle of this? Um, I'd be like, sorry, you just lost from Daigo. That sucks. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Well, Mike, don't answer because we, we're trying to do the answers, I think, afterwards. Anyway, yeah. that's what Ephraim's been going for. Yeah, so you okay. laid out what you have to, yeah. Okay, Steve. God. Um, I, I think the winner here is going to be the fans because this is going to be a fun Yeah, fun this match. is a fun one. All this right. is match of first round for sure. John, do you I, also? I, I think whoever wins this gets top eight winner side. Okay. John? Um, I see multiple scenarios in my head playing out where Punk has a good day, um, and but I also see I think even more scenarios where Punk doesn't have a good day, or or that Daigo has a good day, and the um, I think that uh, there are just I won't be surprised if it's Punk, but I think there are more scenarios where uh, Daigo probably wins. One for Daigo, two for Punk, three, two, one. Dang. I never vote for Daigo, right? But, like, I feel like Punk has too much time. I feel like it's like he'll go into losers and he's going to beat a bunch of people up in losers. But I think he's going to lose the first match. Are you all ready for the last quarter of this bracket and the wrapping of this show? Let's go. Problem X this? versus the reigning Capcom Cup champion, Mena RD. It's Evo Champion versus Capcom Cup Champion Ooh. first freaking round. That's real nice. John, go with us. Go first on this last four. Well, so you, it's hard to uh, to say reigning champion loses first round, but Mena has not had a great year. He he had enough to get into Capcom Cup, surprised everyone with a win, and then since then, he's cracked a few top eights. Is how I feel like he's done. Um, and and then you have. <laughs> what's his name uh problem x on the other side who's been pretty good and then broke out and and has just been going crazy this year uh to the point where he wins evo and so i feel like problem x is more of the kind of guy that's like really in line to win this whole thing potentially right now if, he, if it's a good day for him so that's kind of how i feel about it. dude i would love to have a year where i win two tournaments on the on the pro tour and everyone thinks i'm i'm off my game <laughs> Sure. Sure. Uh, look, I, I do think a lot of this has been Mena not necessarily needing to go at 100%, but even if he he was, Problem is just so good right now. He is on such a run, and I think he's got he's still got a bit of that chip on his shoulder because I do think that Europe as a whole sees 
they don't get the respect that they deserve. And I think he's going to prove it. Oh, and Birdie was nerfed a little bit. And uh, input lag reduction. A lot of Birdie stuff depends on you not reacting fast enough and such. So I think those, those are both strikes against Mena. Birdie's had kind of a bad year on the Pro Tour in general. Um, he got nerfed pretty severely. The way Bullhorn and Sweep were changed just make it really tough for him to play the same annoying game he used to. And those were literally Mena's aces in the hole. Were like safe sweep, Bullhorn on wake up, you know, just like mess with the other guy and play his own game. I think people are ready for it. And I think he can beat people this tournament, but Problem X is not one of them. One for Problem X, two for Saul Mena RD, three, two, one. You're going with the upset. I got to go for he's it. He's going with the Dominican Republic. Now, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe he hasn't cared all season and he's going to pull it out here and beat some ass. But I just I think Problem X is too good to, to come back to form and beat. The, the, this next match here is a little bit tricky to uh, gauge, but we're going to try it anyway. This is Phenom versus the Last Chance Qualifier. So the best, there's a lot of the top seed of the Last Chance Qualifier for reference is Dogra, who had the most CPT points who didn't make it. And there's a couple other big killers in there. There's Gamer B. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people. There's John Takauchi. There's Velociraptor. Um, and Phenom doesn't know who to practice for. Phenom doesn't get, I mean, last year, Nemo was the LCQ champion and came out and got, what, third or fourth? Third. In Cap yeah, third. third in Capcom Cup. This is not necessarily the easiest person to have to play. Now... The, the CPT was so in-depth and so long and so many people traveled that for the fact of the matter is most of the people who made it are better than most of the people who didn't. So I think Phenom's probably better than whoever he's playing verse, but that is a hard a hard thing to qualify verse. And I think if he has to play verse, you know, if he has to play verse Dogra and Dogra is ready, it's going to be a tough match. Steve? You know, he doesn't have a chance to prepare for his opponent, but... His opponent isn't going to have a chance to prepare for him. They have to go through the entire bracket. They can't focus any time on, like, okay, if I win this, I got to play Phenom. So I, I I think that is a little overplayed, that angle. I do think uh, Phenom's going to take it. Well, wait, I have one more question, though. John, how do you feel about the Nikali Mirror? I actually like it. I was afraid of it for the longest time. Okay, well, then what? never mind. Just... Phenom's going to lose. Fun, fun facts, just so you guys, just to remind you, last year, uh, 801 Strider had to play Phenom, and I'm sorry, uh, Itabashi had to play Phenom, and we ran sets at Wednesday Night Fights beforehand, and uh, and I actually won our first first to five, and then he destroyed me, but um, then he beat Phenom, and then 801 Strider and I prepared for the Phenom matchup, and he wiped the floor with him, and so I'm just saying, I, I think I got Phenom's number. And, and you're going to be there this year, are you not? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the LCQ, so I'm going to win it, and then I'll play Phenom. That's the joke. <laughs> Multiple four with them. All right. So uh, one for Phenom, two for the LCQ. Three, two, one. Last chance qualifier. I might, I might freak out and lose. All right, we got two matches to go, gentlemen. I think the LCQ winner is going to be someone godlike, and they're going to have momentum and win, but we'll see. We got Jay Wizzle versus Verloren. <sighs> John, I don't, I, I don't know because that's high impact cami versus the lamest Minot you've ever seen, and um, 
it really is going to be like who woke up better that morning. You know? uh, <laughs> it, it could go if it goes the pace of Jay Wong, he's going to win. But if, if it doesn't, you know, and it goes the pace of Valoran, like that's that's a wash for Valoran. So um, Justin also has a history of going not very good in Capcom Cup, right? Isn't he like an zero and two monster or something along those lines? So he he, he finally won one last year. Okay. Ah. Uh, I, um, oh. What are you guys gonna say? Actually, not the answer yet. Do I? I don't know. Yeah, you guys, you guys, right, throw your stuff out there. I think most years Justin has come with you know a character that he's really good at, uh, but he never really maximized. Uh, you know that whole mess a couple years ago with that pocket Elena. He was totally gonna bust out, and I, I think this year his monot is in a much better place than it has been than his character has been in previous years, I do think he's going to take it. Miguel? Uh, this one's hard, too. Um, I think Justin's pretty well prepared. He's been, he's been less so than other years. I think he's been solid throughout the year rather than just kind of doing well when he's playing super hard at the beginning. That being said, I, I kind of like Cammy versus Minot for, for Cammy. And I have to go with Valorant. You're not supposed to yet. Three, two, oh, wait, wait, wait. One for Justin Wong, two for Valorin. Three, two, one. I'm giving it to. Two for Valorin, right? Yes, just in time. Yep. All right. This is the last match Luffy versus Mago, Mika versus Karn. John. Mm, well, Mago plays a lot. Uh, Mika mostly. Mago plays. Fudo. Karen. Does Mago even play Karen? No, he plays, he plays Cammy. He plays Cammy now. That's what I meant, Cammy. That's what I said, isn't it? John, take I us home. I don't know how to gauge Mago right now because, I mean, obviously he's good enough to qualify, and I think he did it a little bit earlier. Uh, no, he was on the bubble for most of the year. Luffy's been strong, not amazing. God, man, this is this will be an interesting one. It's another, like, which version of both of these guys shows up. But that's a hard one because... Uh, Luffy's like really optimized Mika's ability to be crazy, even though she doesn't have very honest means of getting in. Um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. I, 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 like I said, I think European players have a bit of a chip on their shoulder. I don't think they get the respect that they deserve, and I, I thought Problem X was going to prove it. I think Luffy's going to prove it as well. When you say European with reference to Luffy, do you mean French players? French players, British players, everyone everyone sleeps on them. I, I really feel like that region is a lot stronger than they get credit for. Mike? I think Luffy's been super good towards the end of this year, and I have bet my I've bet on Mago too many times and then watched him lose to platinum ranked Nicalis. Like, I mean he I just don't believe him in tournaments anymore. I hope he proves me wrong. He's one of my favorite players. I've seen him at his most genius, and he is absolutely one of the best, most talented fighting game players in the world. But he's got to figure out a way to pull it together in tournament, and I don't know if he's done it yet. So, yeah. One for Luffy, two for Mago, three, two, one. I, okay, so we're unanimous. Yeah, sorry, Mago. Um, guys, that's the bracket. That's the first round uh, on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. You gotta wake up extra early to watch these. Uh, we'll be in that in our new Discord chat talking about it as well. Uh, 
Are we, are we going to do real quick predictions on who wins it all? Oh, I already told you. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll start you all off. Cobb is going to win it. You can't pick the same guy. <laughs> okay, Tokido. <laughs> all right, best cami player right now. Let's do it. Uh, you get Fujimura. Nice. I'm taking Fujimura. All right, well, who wins what? What are the stakes? Uh, we'll figure that out in chat. Speaking My of... girlfriend's uh, calling. Speaking of, do you have the graphic for the contest? We're we're gonna run a contest right now. Uh, for next week. John, I mean, you got to. John, us don't out. answer that. John, don't answer that. She can wait one minute. And John, and I have a question for you. Are you entering what? the last chance call for reels? Yes. Who's your sponsor? Um, my, so Catalyst is gonna be there with me, and he made me put event hubs. But I also <laughs> playing uh, uh, PR Balrog first round, and Samurai's in my bracket, and um. Someone else good too. I wanted Great. to put a. I we, helped seed that EH tournament. B2B? Literally, you've heard of like 170 out of the 200 players. Like it's a it's a rough road. It's a tough bracket. It's, it's going to be ridiculous, but yeah, we have we're going to run a fantasy contest. Uh, it's going tweet us a team of four players who are in the finals. Uh, you're going to earn points for who depending on how your picks do. Uh, whoever wins, they're going to get a copy of Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition. It could be on PS4, this one right here. It could be on Steam. It could be on uh, Switch. The platform of your choice. Sweet. And I will tweet it out as well. Coming up right now on UltraChem.tv. John. What? Coming up right now on UltraChem.tv. Ultra David and James Chen will be talking about the Capcom Cup 2018. Did y'all hear that's coming up this weekend? We're also going to be talking about more coming at 11. Smash Ultimate Review and Game Giveaway. Awards Show and Aftermath. Tekken World Tour Issues, etc. Thank you for watching us. Now go watch them. And don't forget to watch Capcom Cup this weekend. And then we can talk about it next week. Wish me luck on my finals. Look at Mr. Back.